I can't. I can't believe you're going to record while I'm out of town. Really? It is being talked about recording while you're away. I'm going to be at Dragon Con. Right. Taking care of business, passing out cards, all that kind of stuff. And you're going to record without me. Really? Uh, How uh, could you record just, an episode without just me? Just for the record, yeah. it hasn't been decided definitely yet. Okay. And number two, you have recorded an episode without me, which is our lowest rated episode in history. How about we get started? Okay. Okay. You are listening to the Old Titans. This is the Dancing John Paul, and I actually got... Oh, me? Yeah, you. This is the executive producer, slash director, slash writer, and co-creator of the Old Titans, the one and only B-Man. Yeah, I actually got that guy to dance a little bit, too. Not really. Well, you know, you, you kind of wiggled really. in your seat a little bit. You need a title. I need a title? Yeah. Um, Emperor of the Universe? Well, I mean, okay. I, I call you a guy who always misses schedules or recording schedules if you want me to. It's not so much misses as have to reschedule. Constantly. Yeah. Constantly. It's, it's that whole working thing. Uh, you know. Kind of important. Between you and I, I think you do a lot more work than you do. You do a lot more physical work than I do. There's no question. No question. I'm jacked. I'm a big guy. Big guy. Yes. Yeah, I'm just going to move on from that one. Okay. And we're going to go straight to the B-Man. Question of the week. All right. And I actually struggled in this one. Okay. If there is a director out there, first of all, is there a director out there that if he makes a movie, you will see it simply because the director's name is on the movie? All right. I didn't really struggle in this one because I could only come up with two names. Right. Okay. Um, one doesn't really count anymore. And that'd be Alfred Hitchcock. He's on my list, actually. Okay. okay. I mean, he's not going to be making it anymore, though. Right. So that's... It's kind of cheating. I, I figured this probably is around new ones that we continued to follow at this point. But yes, if Hitchcock made it, I will watch it. Um, hands down, no question. If Hitchcock made a movie that came out today, I'd watch it too. I'd be curious. <laughs> that would, to watch well, there is that. There is that. Um, I don't know if you've watched a lot of old Hitchcock movies or not. Love them. I'm watching. Yeah. I think I view them. I haven't seen everything, but I've seen. Well, I'm sure I've seen a few. Yeah, and they're fantastic. Um, I would say probably the best American director of all time. My opinion, but I could be wrong. Was he American? Well, I, as American movies. No, okay. I, I don't mean. Right. I don't mean nationality. I'm talking about he. He was part of the Hollywood okay. you know, movie system, as opposed to like um, Akira Kurosawa in Japan, who was sort of their um, Hitchcock, who was incredible too, fantastic. Another one that probably anything he does, I would watch. But again, you know, there's there's who's still making them now. Yeah, I could, I could only think of one name. I have a feeling it's the same name you're going to do. So, if it, in case it's the same name, I'm going to let you go first. So it doesn't sound like I'm copying. I'm actually, or that you're copying. Actually, me. funny. I was going to say Hitchcock, but I'm like again, he's passed. Joss Whedon. Yep, I would have copied you. Anything Joss Whedon does, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see it. They're always yeah. fun, enjoyable movies. Movie or TV shows or, or TV show. Well, TV like well, no, I mean, right. giving it a try. That right. I mean, you're oh, going to like every single thing he does. I right. Mean, Avengers: Age of Ultron. A lot of great scenes in it as a movie. Not as good as Avengers. It wasn't one. as good as the first one, but even still, because that's taking a lot of heat from Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron was still a C plus B minus movie, well, right? But it's not. Yeah. It's not up to what you'd normally think of as a Joss Whedon right. level. And that, that one, I think he that was a lot of back influence. Yeah. That and, and there were there were a couple of episodes of Buffy like that. Um, Shield. We've talked about Shield before. He helped create that, but the fact that his name was on it. I mean, I watched 
two to three seasons. You watched, what, at least a couple episodes or something? I watched the first season, a couple episodes, part two. Okay, Last so, season. I mean, that's how much, you know, just having his name on it, we'll watch it. Right. At least to a point. And then, well, if it's no good, it's no good. Like, when was the last movie he had full control of that he made that meeting like? I can't think of any. That he had full control over? Yeah. Probably not one. I mean, much to do with nothing. I didn't see that one yet. My wife saw it. Oh, I loved it. It's great. Um, but he, anything, like Dr. Herbal. Yeah. Hysterical. Cabin in the Woods. Yep. Amazing. Now, you he know? said plenty of things his name has been on that he didn't have full control that were... Right. Mm, you know, not, like Age of Ultron, not... Up to his standard. He did one of the Toy Stories, didn't he? Well, he wrote he wrote Toy Story. Okay. He wrote Speed. Yeah, that, that's as far as I mean. He, he did direction. Yeah, he wrote Speed. The original Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, and Alien. Which Alien? Was it, was it Resurrection? Resurrection. Yes, Resurrection. Okay. He was the his name is on it as the writer. But he wrote the first draft and like went like five different drafts and like that and or more. Who knows how yeah. many? It was no longer his script. He had no more input in it. But the way the Writers Guild works, they were they were required to put the original author's name on there as the writer. That's to protect people in most cases. I remember he was upset about that. He yeah, didn't want anything yeah, to do with worry. that. And that movie was pretty bad. It was, that movie was pretty bad. It was it was not good. Yeah, not good at all. Um, it happens. That was one I was really excited about too. Okay, like, an alien movie written by Joss Whedon. Hey, but yeah, I couldn't think of anybody else. Let me throw this out. As a question on top of my question. Okay. Do you find yourself more likely to watch a movie because someone's tied to it or more likely not to go see the movie because someone's tied to it? If we take director out to some degree. I mean, not, not completely, but director, I had a hard time thinking of any other directors. I have plenty I love. I mean, Nolan's up there. Nolan was tough, but again, Dunkirk, for example, I've heard great things about it. I didn't really care to see it. Interstellar, right. same way. I've got to see Dunkirk still. Not because he did it. It just looks good to me. It does look and good. And that's yeah. not because of him. Um... Joss is the only one I really follow because of him. Right. There's plenty other. Ron Howard, and um, you, can, you can list lots of other names that are all great directors. Absolutely. Even Spielberg, who I've had some problems with, is a great director. I've had some problems with some of his movies, but overall, he's a great director. I mean, that's, yeah. he's reached his peak, I think. He's has been. What's last good movie he made? Yeah, yeah, I can't think. Back it's and, it's been quite a bit. Yeah. Go back and look, but but still, you know, there's. There's a lot of good ones, but following them just because their name is on it is hard. I, it, I probably tend to follow more of the actors, or like you just got through saying, avoid them because of the actors. So if Megan Fox is in it, I'm probably going to avoid it. I only bring her up because we just mentioned her in, during lunch. Um, well, speaking of Megan Fox, Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah, if he's attached to a movie, unless I hear great things from everybody about how good this movie is, I'm not going to see it. Right. Um, um, there's There are certain actors that... If they're in it, well, we also just a few minutes ago mentioned Allison Hannigan. I loved her on Buffy. She was one of my two favorite characters in all the Buffy characters as Willow. And when I heard she was going to be on How I Met Your Mother, that's the only reason I watched the first episode. And you finished that season. And I finished the whole series. Yeah, um, I get you. And that's because I had enjoyed the show. It had some I lame mean, episodes, but I enjoyed the shows all. I would not have continued watching it just because of her, but I watched... I followed her to that. Um, there are other people I'll follow different places. Bruce Campbell. Got to do Bruce Campbell. If Bruce Campbell's in it, I'm going to Yes, Nathan Fillion. Those guys, I will watch them. But I'll at least give it a try. Yeah. Um, and, but actually, I mentioned Spielberg is a great director. I actually, when I hear Spielberg is directing something these days, I'm actually more hesitant. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. I'm interested in finding out about it, but I don't want to go until I hear from other people. 
Um, and I don't know why. He, I don't know what happened to him that. You know. I'm kind of like that. Direct actors I love back. I used to like Tom Cruise back in the day. I thought he was a great actor. He still is a great actor. He was a little weird. Um, but again, I'm hesitant about his movies. Matthew McConaughey, I'm extremely hesitant about his movies. Will Ferrell. If Will Ferrell's I like in it, Ferrell. I just don't go see it. I just I can't stand his style of humor. Um, Melissa McCarthy is the same way. Stranger Than Fiction? And that's the one that you actually gave me a copy of, and it's sitting at home in front of my TV, ready for me to watch, and I haven't watched it yet. And I know. I need to watch it, because that maybe that'll be the one that changes my mind about Will Ferrell. You hurt my feelings. Well, I gave you a present. That cost me a lot of money. Actually, no, that was free, wasn't it? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I mean... I'm, I thought of you. I'm going to watch it. I thought of you. I'm going to watch it. Okay. So, um, it's... There's a handful of them out there I'll avoid, and a handful I'll always go see. You mentioned Tom Cruise. I see almost every Tom Cruise movie that comes out. Um, just because they're always enjoyable. He's, he knows how to pick a good movie, usually. Um, he's talented, but he knows how to pick a good role. Um, I'm not going to compare him personally to John Wayne, but similar in their style. You know, If John Wayne was in a movie, if you liked his style of movie, you pretty much like all of his movies. Same thing for Tom Cruise. If you like his style of movie, you're probably going to like all his movies. There can be an exception here or there. They're just good at marketing themselves and have a certain image. and it kind of works. Okay. And I still hate that we missed the best opportunity. Uh, and this is George Lucas's fault. He should have been making Star Wars um, prequels earlier. Um, maybe as much as a decade earlier. I don't know the exact... i to go back and look at the date, dates. Maybe only five years earlier. But he should have made the prequels earlier. He should have started not with a little bitty kid, Anakin... It started with a teenage to twenty, early twenty-something Anakin, and have Anakin played by Tom Cruise. Coming out of Top Gun, that kind of hot shot, can do anything attitude. You could see that kind of person being yeah. drugged into the dark side, but you'd have liked the character. He would have been better than Hayden. Yes. Oh, and yeah, that's that's an easy one. Yeah. I've had a lot of problems with the prequels. I'm glad. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm glad I'm not a Lucas's hands. You know. I'm, I'm going to say this. Will Ferrell would have been better than Hayden. Will Ferrell's a good actor. <laughs> yes, he probably is a good actor. I just don't like his style. But I have a feeling even he would have been better than Christian Hayden. That, that, that does shock me. So, again, I have no problem. If Ferrell's in a movie, I will probably give it a try. Again, he's very, like you said, one type of movie, and you yeah. go with that. But stranger than fiction, he had a kind of a line. My understanding is it's, it's, that is his Truman show. You know, Jim Carrey's... Oh, Jim Carrey, Truman Show, uh, Eternal Sunshine on a Spotless Mind. Oh, that was... Yeah, Eternal Sunshine. He was brilliant in that. He was amazing in that movie. Yeah. That was... That was him getting artsy. Truman Show was still a mainstream movie that was just different, like Stranger Than Fiction. But he's done a couple of... Like, number 23 he did was a different type of role for him. Wasn't as good. Don't remember that one. This number 23 pop up everywhere around him and... The Majestic. Majestic? I never saw it. Bruce Campbell was in that, wasn't he? I don't remember. I believe he's in there for like a split second. Oh, well, that could be why. Um, it's kind of, there's a lot of things Bruce Campbell's in that you either forget or he's only really short amount of time. Um, uh, from Dust Till Dawn, I think it was number two that he's in. Two. But he's, he's in like one minute. Oh, Spider-Man movies, all of them. All oh, the original yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, great character in all three. Oh, he's, the only, he's probably the only good part of number three. <laughs> he really is. Alright, so, okay, so anyways, yes. we want to move on to the news, which we don't have a lot of news. I'll start with the sad piece so we can go uphill from there. Sad piece is, last week we lost Jerry Lewis. Um, I don't know how much you did or did not like Jerry Lewis. Oh, he was hysterical. He is one of those polarizing ones. A lot of people cannot stand his comedy. Not, nothing against him. Even people who didn't like his comedy thought he was 
pretty good with all you know the MDA muscular dystrophy tel- telethons. But I love Jerry Lewis. I thought he was. My grandparents loved him. I used yeah. to watch him with them all the time. And all the stuff with Dean Martin. Um, all those movies were just incredible. In fact, there's one. Um, I need to go back and look and see what the title of it is. But he's a big comic book fan, and there is something to do with Russian spies and secrets embedded in a comic book, and him dreaming he's in a comic book setting. So it's, it's actually Jerry Lewis doing a comic book movie. Huh. So I need to Black go and white? No, no, it's color. Really? Yeah, it's Dean Martin one, too. So okay. it's, it's kind of cool. Um, anyway, that... But we lost Jerry Lewis last week, so... Again, again, 91 years old, so he had a full life. Yeah, this is not a tragic, you know, 20, 30-something-year-old. Yeah. Still sad, but yes, not not the tragedy. Um, second piece, you as a Batman fan should be either incredibly thrilled or incredibly scared of all the Joker news. I know what you're bringing up, so go ahead with it. Okay, so there was four Joker... Well, two Joker movies announced last week, which makes a total of four Joker movies in development. So... He was already going to be in Suicide Squad 2. There is one. It, yeah, we're going with the currently planned. Right. I agree. Not all four of these will end up being made. But the current plan is in Suicide Squad 2, Gotham Sirens, which was the Harley Quinn spinoff with the other female characters. Then first they announced, um, I guess it leaked as a rumor, and but then officially announced second last week. But since it leaked first, I'll mention it, a Joker and Harley standalone movie with just the two of them. And all three of those starring Jared Leto as... Is that how you say his last name, Leto? I don't care. Okay. I can't stand him. Him, Jared. Um, reprising his role as a Joker that he did in Suicide Squad. And then a Martin Scorsese-produced Joker origin movie. Recast under a new DC banner for standalone stories where they can recast anybody and do whatever. I'm going to think of them as Elseworlds until we know more. Um, but Elseworlds type stories. So four Joker movies. I don't know. What do you think? Well, first of all, I hate every idea that you just sort of put me. Every idea? Every single one of them. What's wrong with Gotham Sirens? Uh, Gotham Sirens, I love the idea of Gotham Sirens. I hate the Jared Little Oh, okay, Joker. yeah. I don't think you need a Joker in Gotham Sirens, yes, if that's what you it mean. It doesn't hurt, um, because the way Harley played Harley, the obsession was amazing. Loved oh, yeah. it. yeah. I hated the Jared Little portrayal of Joker. Hated it. My wor- I think that's the worst portrayal of Joker I've seen in my life. I really do. Um, in the whole Joker origin thing and Scorsese, I'm not even acknowledging it. Scorsese's a great director. Um, <laughs> oh, and directed by whatever the guy's name is, or directed The Hangover. Because doesn't Hangover and Joker fit? Oh, it's not directed yeah. by Scorsese? No, he's, he's producing it. Um, what? I don't care. You know, I don't even care anymore. Okay, I'm just saying. Joker shouldn't have an origin story ever. No origin story for Joker. I agree. There's so many problems right now. Joker is one of the greatest villains, probably the greatest villain in any comic book. You agree? Up there, at least. He's, he's, he's in the top, let's say top three. Just okay. I'm, I'm just picking a number out of the year. Right, top three. Cool. I don't like anything they do with Joker. In the comics, I don't like how there's three Jokers. Or there have been three Jokers. No, stupid. I don't want to hear anything. No excuses. Yeah, we don't, and we don't know if they're going to continue on that or not. I'm we hoping that's a bad dream by Batman. I can't, maybe. I'm going with that right now. Because that's the stupidest thing I heard in my entire <laughs> life. It really is. There's nothing that I want to hear of why that happens. Yeah. Smartest guy in the garage and the nemesis has been different three different guys. No, nothing. Don't hear anything. Um, movies, I'm sorry. Little Joe, he was terrible. Jared Little was terrible in Suicide Squad. I Absolutely. still enjoyed it, but we've, we've covered that before. I enjoyed it. <sighs> okay. I thought he was better than Nicholson. For the time, at the time, Nicholson was brilliant. Yeah, fix it. Not a better actor than Nicholson. Nicholson's a way better actor. Uh, 
for the character. At the time, what Nicholson did was incredible, and what he brought to the character was incredible. You want, go back and watch him now, yeah, yeah it's, it's garbage. We talked about that already. Yeah. Um, I didn't like the idea of Ledger, Ledger's Joker not having, being actual, like, real skin. You know, it was all makeup, that kind of stuff. I didn't like yeah. that part. Yeah. Other than that, he's perfect. Other than that, he's ab- excuse me, absolutely perfect. So, um, I honestly take Joker out of these movies totally. Reboot Joker somehow, or reboot the entire DC universe right now. I mean, Justice League is great. I mean, you can't really take Joker out of a movie that's focused on Joker and Harley. Well, like, like do Mad Love. They could do they could do Mad Love as a standalone movie. I would much rather have if you want a love connection do um, Qu- Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. No, you can do that. Which those, those Gotham Sirens. There's a good chance that that right. was going to be in there. Um, I just I don't like anything DC's doing in the movies. I love what they do in the comics. I do at least what you told me. Wonder Woman. You're talking Joker in the movies, yes. No, I mean, DC in general. Wonder Woman was amazing. Loved it. One of the best movies I've seen for comic books in a long time. Um, not better than Avengers, like you might think, but it's up there. DC movies have not been good. At least not been worldwide good. I really want them just to... Re- you know what? I think I talked to Matt from um, How to Work show a while ago about this. Just scrap everything and start over. I'm sorry. It's... If Justice League is in the reviews as I'm hearing about right now, again, I think you'll love it, but the most reviews, not positive. Well, there hasn't really Subin, been any reviews. There have been rumors. There have been rumors, okay. Yeah, rumors. Superman, Batman, not good. Um, Suicide Squad, not good. Green Lantern, not good. Man of Steel was decent. I, but even decent, I mean C-. minus, Maybe C. So again, I think this needs to scrap it all. And I th- I'm sorry, the Jared Leto Joker is so horrible to have him say he's coming out... To read new movies for this character, I can't stand this idea. I hate this idea. I absolutely hate this idea. Of course, here, now here's something they could do. Okay. This, this could make you happy. Because they're not going to just completely scrap it overnight. No, now, I know that's true. If Justice League was to just completely bomb, you know, cost them however many hundreds of millions to make, they're expecting it to make a billion dollars, and it ends up making a hundred million dollars total over two months. Yep, they're going back to the drawing board. They're scrapping everything. There's Justice no League is going to make money, no matter how good it is. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, if that was to happen, in that imaginary world, if that was to happen, that's where they scrap everything. Otherwise, they don't scrap everything until, maybe, possibly, um, they get further down the line, and they're doing, we hope, eventually a Flash movie. Actually, part of me kind of wishes they weren't doing a Flash movie at all, because the TV show is perfect, and they're going TV show is different, great. different direction. But, right now, what they're talking about is Flashpoint doing the Flashpoint comic as a movie. If they go far enough and do the entire Flashpoint comic, including the Themyscira versus Atlantis Wars, you have Aquaman versus Wonder Woman fighting, um, you know, the whole big thing as a movie. Flash is the central character, but it's really more of a alternate Justice League movie in a way. But you get two or three things that are possible here. One, you got Negan as Batman. I mean... That'd be that's, awesome. That would that, be that's worth seeing the movie just to see uh, him playing Batman. You have potentially a female Joker, which you, it could be Maggie, you know, from Walking Dead as well. Or if Karen Gillum makes enough noise and pushes enough, uh, Karen Gillum would love to play Joker in that. She said, which could be good. Um, and then when Flashpoint is undone at the end, they showed this in the comics. That's when the New Fifty Two happened. Time reset went back to mostly what we're used to, but changed at the same time. That's sure. where they can 
reset the stuff that didn't work and leave alone the stuff that did. Like, in between, you're going to have Justice League, then you're going to have Aquaman, and then I don't remember, I want to say it's Captain Marvel, Shazam, after that. Let's say you get Aquaman and Shazam both come out before Flash comes out, and both of those are just fantastic. And Aquaman looks like he's going to be the breakout character. Are they making a movie, definitely? Yeah. Is that, that's official? Yeah. In fact, the director was talking about this past weekend that he's not going to go with some of the special effects to de-age an actor. Kind of like, you know, how they did Steve Rogers. Not to de-age, but, you know, they had Steve Rogers. They used Chris Evans' face, but on a the scrawny yeah. body. Yeah. He's not going to go there. He's going to have two actors. One as a kid, one as an adult. Good. Is Billy Batson. He, he said there's no reason to do it. Why spend the extra money? Yeah. They're, they're so I, separate. I, I agree with that, yeah. So this weekend he was talking about that. So unless something changes, which it could. Did they cast him yet? No. Because the Rock's been cast, right? It's Black Adam? Yeah, but now they're talking about the Black Adam movie be as a separate movie. Yeah. Like laying the groundwork for it in Shazam, which makes sense because he was not there at the original part of Captain Marvel's story. He came along later. Yeah, but he's still his biggest villain, isn't he? Um, no, that, that would really be um, Sylvana. Okay. Uh, Sylvania, um, how do you say his last name? Okay. The Mad Scientist. His Lex Luthor. Um, but anyway, yeah, we'll come back to that. But you're going to have a couple of movies. And Aquaman looks like he's going to be kind of the breakout character in Justice League. So if you had a couple of really good ones, they could keep those characters, recast Batman, keep Wonder Woman around, recast um, Superman, or reposition Superman, or do whatever you want. You know, there's several, they could, after Flashpoint, they could redo stuff however they wanted to do it. Yeah. Is that maybe, maybe, maybe there's a path forward that you'll like what they're doing. I, I hope so. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I just don't think they're in touch with... I think they're different from the comics too much. I really do. I, I would love it to be closer to what the comics are like. I would too. So I we'll see. Too. We'll see where they go. Yes. Um, and the last bit of news. Coming up this weekend. This weekend being Labor Day weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. Um, so August 31st being the sort of first official day. Um, that's Thursday, a Thursday. Yep. Going through the following Monday. In Atlanta, Dragon Con. 2017. Excited. You've got to come one of these years. I will not be there. Yeah, I know. You'll not be there. I'll be there. They should be. We should be there, have our own panel, that kind of stuff. Um, I won't be there this, this year. They did ask me to come in, in, but again, I couldn't make it. I they didn't throw enough money at you? No, I need, I need more money. Yeah. John uh, Paul Pace needs a lot to be here right now, so I'm just letting you guys know yeah. for next year. So it's, it's going to be cool. Again, Thursday kicks everything off with a few parties and I think there's a couple of panels and such. Most of it starts on Friday. So um, this year for the first party, there's there's two things Thursday night. There's the 8-bit ball that goes back and looks at kind of retro video game stuff and retro costumes and all. And then they're at the, um, I think it's the Pulse Lounge in the Marriott. They're doing a retro, um, retro TV costuming. Okay, so hit me up on Dragon Con right now. What are you looking forward to the most? You started off right there. Okay, what are we so I've never been like I, yeah. I I've never been to Dragon Con in my entire life. We talked about this a minute ago. If I'm going to Dragon Con, what's the most important things I need to do? That that is hard because it depends on each person. Each person is going to have their own well, you know me. favorite thing. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. I'll tell you. I have three things I'm looking forward to most right now. Okay, and they're very different. They're very they're very very different. One is actually getting to see Matt Smith, the Tenth Doctor. Um, fantastic, love him. Um, get to see him Sunday morning. Um, I have two panels that I'm on, and honestly, the panels I'm on is my favorite, uh, favorite thing in the whole, the whole weekend, and the photo shoots. Um, 
doing the cosplay and going to the photo shoots and walking around in costume, getting the pictures taken, all that. I mean, that, I guess, feeds the ego or whatever. And you are promoting actual the Edger Con, right? And we'll be promoting the old Titans. Okay. That's constantly, good. constantly throughout this entire thing. Got other business cards that I created? Oh, that you created? How about that we all created? Because we, created. we had a little bit of help from Hard at Work as well. Well, I mean, it was my idea, but yeah, I mean, he did draw the picture. Yeah. yeah. That you promised lunch for, by the way, you haven't done yet. Hey, I've offered a couple times, and so he hasn't had a chance yet. I'm actually looking at media guests right now, and I can't find any. Looking for guests. So go ahead, and you push the button. Right. I'm talking a little bit here. Okay. I'll talking. Okay. Um, first of all, how big is this Dragon Con? Because MegCon's obviously is huge, but it's small at the same time. Um, MegCon is actually, last year, not the year we just finished, but last year was actually bigger than Dragon Con. It started much smaller. It has not been going on as long. But it it has benefited from the huge surge in conventions, um, and it topped 100,000 last year. This year, I've not heard the number, but I swear MegaCon was smaller. DragonCon has been around now for 31 years. This is the 31st year of it. And my understanding is somewhere in the 75, 80, 85,000 range. Don't know the exact number. Could be bigger. Definitely if you count Saturday morning when the parade's going on and the streets are lined by thousands and thousands of people who are not attending anything else but that, you're, you're top 100,000. But, you know, so it's it's big, and it's laid out differently than a Megacon or even San Diego Comic-Con or whatever. It's it's a hotel-based one, so it's it's laid out across the Marriott, the Hyatt, the Hilton, the Sheraton, and the Westin, the Atlanta uh, Merchandise Mart, and that all centers around Peachtree Center, which has the food court and a lot of habit trails above ground um, walkways to get into there so it's very spread out and okay. gigantic made the Philly on there this year by the way yes I'd love to see him in person um, actually one of my favorite my wife's favorite writers which I have to get to you in this one now probably to get an autograph for her, is Laurel K. Hamilton yeah who's also there she's there every year is she there every year yep she's there every single year okay um, Karen used to read her books and finally um, I don't know if she got bored with them or what but she, she read a lot of them I mean a lot before finally saying, nah, I gotta trim back. Zach Levy's there. A couple big name people there. I mean, this is a this is an all star cast. Don't lie. There are a lot. Um, not Michael Walker. I, I would love to see a Michael Walker. Not that I care as much on the Guardians of the Galaxy, but there's a big Guardians of the Galaxy group. You got the directors there. You got Rooker. You got Karen Gillum. Uh, seems like there's a couple more people. And the one you really want to see the most, I know who it is. Should I take a guess? The one. Person, the one celebrity guest. Well, I want to say the most. Already. Obviously, that one you said, Doctor Who. But other than that one, I got. You're I, talking about across the whole range of everybody. Yes. Uh, tell me how close I am in this one. I'm going to okay. take guests here. I'm just looking okay, through the list. I'm guess. looking through the list on um, DragonCon.org. This is celebrities here. My pick, John Paul is most excited to see is Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ricky, what? The Dragon Steamboat. Never heard of Ricky the Dragon. You never heard of one of the greatest wrestlers in history, John Paul. Oh, okay. No, that's what I, so you actually did. No, you didn't just pick a random name. No, <laughs> <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is currently a Dragon Con. No, that's not one that would. Because really I you picked Mike Tyson list. last year, but you didn't want to see him at all. Yeah, no, I don't care anything about the wrestler. Okay, gotta gotta say. I'm shocked by this. I'm actually shocked by this. No, uh, Nathan Fillion is there at the top of the list. Along okay. with Matt Smith, Karen Gillum, um, Peter David is always there. Love seeing Peter David talking to him. I'm kind of disappointed that, for health reasons, George Perez can't be there this year. Um, there, there's a lot of big celebrity. Um, the author of Aragon is there. Um, Christopher Paulini. Is that right? I say his name? Possibly. Sure. We'll go um, the voices of the robots from MST3K. 
That is awesome. Yeah. That's actually really cool. It is. They, they do a whole panel where they do the voice stuff like we've seen in America. Oh, do they really? Fun. Yeah, it's, it's cool. And they do an MST3K movie night where they are up at the front and making fun of the movie for the whole audience. Peter Mayhew, always a pleasure to see Mr. Chewbacca in person. If and you can was. crane your neck back far enough to see. He always sits down. He can't yeah. walk anymore. He yeah. really talks to him. It was fortunate. What happened? He had, a, I think, a leg injury, I believe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Okay. So go ahead. Yes. Tell us more about Dragon Ball. All right, so, again, the, the cosplay is the thing that I know that would be your number one, since you love to cosplay so much. That would be your number one thing, right? I am a cosplay um, expert, I believe. I yeah. guess. Um, yes. So we've got multiple costumes this year. We've got Sonny and Cher Thursday night. We just figured that would be kind of fun. Uh, we have Supergirl and Brainiac 5 on Friday. Okay. And on Friday, the Legion of, photo, Legion of Superheroes photo shoot takes place. So we get together with... People dressed up as Chameleon Boy, Karate Kid, Matter Eater Lad, Lightning Lad, yeah. Cosmo Boy. Nobody cares about anybody in that mission right there. Nobody cares about one of those characters in the mission. Hey, it's a fun, it's a fun photo shoot. And really Timothy enjoy Zahn. it. Timothy Zahn. Timothy going to be there. One I've met the, him before. He actually, even though it's not extended universe now of Star Wars, he was one of the best Star Wars trilogies, I think. Yeah, the, the original Throne yeah. stories. Which Throne is back? They have a whole Throne book now. It's not the same. Yeah, but and I've got the original book, the original first book. That's when I met Tim Hizan, got his autograph on it. So really? We, so we still have that at home. Do they charge the authors charge autographs? Um, most of that type of author does not. Okay. Um, the celebrities do, but the authors and um, artists and all don't typically. So I might have to give you some stuff to sign if you don't mind. Yeah. I mean, Laura K. Hamilton would be huge. Yeah. My wife loves her, so. Actually, I don't know if she's huge. I mean, that's that's kind of a personal well, no, I mean, thing. Oh, you're making a, a weight reference there. I don't know. I don't know if she's huge or not. She well, said she's you know, huge. She, I mean, huge writing-wise. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You're being a little heartless, though, John Paul. No, I'm, I'm saying I don't know that she is. In fact, I have a feeling she's probably not. I mean, just based but what on if she was? Does that make a difference? Well, I just, I, I just thought not, it was odd not, that she was Would you not see her, out. then? No, I'd probably see her easier. Okay, John Paul is heartless. B-Man is against his jokes he's making. I just thought it was... Odd that you were pointing that out as the first thing. No, I mean that's that not she was great. Huge. No, I'm, she's big actress. I mean she's I mean big writer as opposed to like big named. Okay, yeah. So Laurel Cameron, uh, Patricia Briggs is going to be there. She's she's one of the writers that Karen is still reading. Uh, she's getting her autograph. Who's that? Um, she writes a whole series of which novels are they? It's um, they're were coyotes, I believe, instead of werewolves. I don't know. There's a whole lot of these supernatural books. I didn't see any cosplay celebrities. That is something you do not see on the guest list at DragonCon. You do not see a whole list of cosplay celebrities. There are plenty of them there, but I mean, um, Yaya Han and others do show up to DragonCon. I don't know if she's here this year, but people like that do show up, but they're not usually on the guest list because, you know, they're just everyday people who dress up, and you have so much of that. It's such a high level at DragonCon. Um, I guess it's just not as big of an appeal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I have two panels, so I'm doing one panel on Saturday and one on Sunday, 11.30 both days. So anybody who's a Dragon Con, come by uh, the Marriott for the American Sci-Fi Fantasy and Media panels. Um, that's a mouthful, I believe. Yes, uh, it is. Room 30-something, if I remember right. But look on, the, look on the schedule. They have an app. Download the app and look. You'll see my name in the app. I'm in there, which is kind of cool. Your name is in the app. My huh? name is in the app, that along with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of other people. Does it say John Paul... John Dash Paul Space Estes, you know that's it. Doesn't say, Titans. Doesn't say all Titans, unfortunately. Why does it not? 
I wish I did. And hey, if I got a profile page on there, I'd make sure that it said it, but I don't get a profile page. You make page. sure that, I mean, go up there and say, I'm the sidekick of both Titans. Yeah. So the first one of the panels, however, is the crossover to the multiverse. So it's a panel all about how the CW shows crossover okay. constantly, whether it's a good idea or not. Of course, we'll focus a lot on um, last year, started to say 2017, but 2016's crossover invasion, but we'll, we'll cover any of them. You know, we had plenty of times where, let's say, there was one where Ray and Felicity showed up in, on Flash at Star Labs, just two of them. Things like that, you know, some of those small crossovers. Cisco showing up on Arrow and such. Um, and then the second day is Supergirl, um, Hello from Daxum, or something like that, which is just a Supergirl panel. So those will be fun. Those YouTube panels. Okay, now just say I, I'm, I'm a fan of John Paul, right? Okay. I know people listen to the show from me, not you, but whatever. Just say yes, one person okay. actually listens to you. That's, that's, say that. Okay. If I'm going to this room of yours, yes. how long do I have to get in line before it actually starts? Your wait time is literally nothing because the fan panels, they do not require any kind of long lines or anything. Those People come and go from those rooms. Okay. Most of them hold anywhere between 150 and 200 people in the room, and the fan panels typically range from 50 to 100. Yeah, because see, when they reached out to me, they wanted like a big room, but I get oh, walking yeah, yeah. But they, you, how, how big is your room? Somewhere in that 150-person style okay. room, I'll, they'll probably be... I'm betting the Supergirl panel will be the bigger of the two. I could be wrong, but it's probably the bigger of the two. It'll probably be around 100 people. Maybe both of them will be around 100 people. It could be an 1130. That's a decent time. Um, the other two panels I wanted were seven at night. They would have been smaller. Last year, I had a couple of them that were later, and they were in the 50-person range. Okay. So it'll be fun. I will be recording. I'll have my nice little... Oh, so you're recording a show without yeah, me. I, well, I'll be recording what I'm doing to include in whatever we do together. How about that? Uh, I see. Yeah. Now, I also heard that you um, have your own other podcast, do you separately? I do. I do. What is that? It is called DC Comics Rush Hour. It sounds horribly boring. It's all about... <laughs> yes. First, it's all about DC Comics. Imagine that. Um, no kidding. Since y'all make fun okay. of me constantly. What's, what is y'all? You just know. Well, whenever, like... Matt and Nick and others are on the We have, show. you know, three podcasts. We run this here. Okay. Well, I'm a part of this podcast, but, you know. Okay. And they all agree that you're a little... I mean, you're a great guy. You're a smart guy, but it's just you're... I don't know. I think you're brainwashed. Very, very DC? Very brainwashed. Is, who's the brainwasher from DC Comics? It must be some mind control guy. There's a few of them. Okay. Brain, brainwave. Brainwave Jr. There's a, brain, uh, there's a junior of that. He's a hero versus Brainwave, his father, who was oh, okay. a villain. Anyways, yeah. In the JSA, I back think in World maybe War they, II. Uh, that's ahead of you, yes. I think they got okay. to you a little too much, then, John Paul. Okay. So, yes. Okay. Could be Simon. Um, Simon Says. So, how, so you talk about the comics you read every day? I've missed a couple of days. I'm now into week four. Just started week four this week. Um, so I've had three weeks. And in those three weeks, I think I've missed two days total. One was because I did not actually go to work that day, so there was no rush hour. And the other was because I had technical difficulties. When I woke up that morning, my phone was updating. And I recorded my phone while in the car in rush hour, and the phone was still not done updating by the time I got to work. It finished like an hour or so. I had actually noticed you've been late to work the last couple days, too. So is that why you're recording too long? Is that what it is? Actually, I was 10 minutes early today. Were you? Yeah, it was 10 minutes early today. Uh, I was in really early then because I saw you. Yeah, okay. That's what it was. And then um, last week, I was not late. I was just over at OTC and Research Park. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's great. I, you mean, do this, I do those things. So I go elsewhere. Are you driving to Atlanta or are you flying? We're driving. We okay. head out on Wednesday, stop halfway, finish it the next so day. So what is the chance we will get one extended long edition of DC 
uh, rush hour. Rush hour. There's almost zero chance we'll get an extended. We have like a six-hour episode. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, I, I think the maximum that Spreaker allows us is three hours. So I guess to do part one and part two. But no. I, but no, I'm probably not going to do a three-hour podcast. I just don't think I don't see it happening. Wednesday morning, um, coming to work, I'll still do one Wednesday. Okay. Thursday morning, it's Karen and I in the car, leaving Valdosta, heading towards Atlanta. and Leaving what? Valdosta. What is that? In Georgia, right across okay. the state line. Okay. Just, just one of those things. Last year, we discovered we liked breaking up the trip into two days. Not that eight hours is too long for one day, but if you want to get there about lunchtime... And it's an eight-hour drive from our driveway all the way to the that parking garage. That's yeah. it if you didn't stop any and made it a red light getting you know to and from wherever, it's about a seven-hour one. But between stops and such, it ends up being about eight hours. Um, so eight-hour trip. And we discovered last year when we had to leave early because of a hurricane coming in that we wanted to get ahead of. And we, we left Wednesday unplanned, found a hotel in Valdosta, Georgia, which is about the halfway mark north of the hurricane. That, you know, the next day went really well because we could leave at 8 in the morning and get there about lunchtime instead of leaving at like 5 in the morning, which really sucks. Leaving at 5, or actually about 4 in the morning to get there at noon. But That's brutal. Yeah, that, that's not good. So we're going to split it up. We leave Wednesday, get there Thursday, get our badges, which actually are badges. Lanyards, badges, hanging around the neck, none of these stupid wristbands. Megacon needs to fix that. That's the yeah. number one complaint is all the cosplays out there, it's just... The wristbands are just—they're not. They're new. They don't work. They don't work. Right. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know why they don't do it. I mean, yeah, is it going to cost them more to print up badges than wristbands? Yeah. Raise the price by one dollar. I, I doubt it's going to cost them more than one dollar to print up those badges. No, it won't. Um, so raise the prices by one dollar. So you got one dollar there, and however much of, of the regular price is already covering the wristbands, and you got enough to cover it. I agree. Make people bring their own lanyards. Uh, DragonCon does that. They sell lanyards each year, so you can get a commemorative one if you want. Other companies pass them out. Um, I have a lanyard that I've kept for several years. I bet you never guess what's on my lanyard. Um, is it DC related? It's DC Comics related. That's it's all DC characters up and down the lanyard. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, well, so you know that's that's one I have. Uh, Karen has one. Well, we both have one. This Firefly. Um, we've got a bunch of different ones. So, so back to your, your um, podcast, you do separately without me. Yes, yes. How many listeners do you get in any chance? I have no idea. You have no idea? I've not, I've not started promoting it at all yet. I'm waiting to week well, four, well, and well, I need to start promoting it. Right now. Oh, I am, right now. I am. Yeah, and just listen to it on the speaker, right. I, but I've not created a um, you know, feed for it. I've not started promoting it on iTunes or anywhere else. It's more of a place for me to practice so I can learn you know, a little bit of witty banter. To Would you sell well, you know, it but happens. Eventually, I mean, you realize this is a psychological. This is a little bit talking to myself, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're learning banter with yourself. Well, it, it, do you it banter helps. back with yourself? No, no, I don't do that. Okay, so it's kind of one way. Do you say a joke and then you laugh at the joke you say? I think I have once. That is awesome. That yeah, is, yeah, that's, I think that's I've once. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do talk about the traffic every so often. Do you? Yeah. Do you call somebody out with a license plate? I would do that. See, that's a no. I can't do the show. Because I would be in jail. Because <laughs> I would be driving, you know, this and this stuff. I'd write this comic. Crush you, white Toyota, license plate, this, 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 this. <laughs> and, you know, I'll say, if you see them on the road, you ran them. I, I, would, I would do that. I am the Actually, worst driver. What I have discovered, because I, overall I think I'm a decent driver. But unfortunately, I do let people who are bad drivers get to me. 
create stress. I can't do anything about them. They just stress me out. More in the afternoons and the mornings, uh, just because it's more traffic in the afternoons, because everybody's leaving at the same time. But I've noticed when I'm recording, zero stress. I don't care who's doing what in front of me, beside, behind, whatever. I just, I'm enjoying talking about something I enjoy. I spent one entire episode just talking about the history of Superman. That was fun. Um, this morning, I talked about Mr. Oz, mysterious character that's about to have his own big um, storyline in action in Superman, the Oz effect. Okay. You get to find out who Mr. Oz is. Um, so, talking about these things, it's a lot of fun. And of course, I've already mentioned the Legion of Superheroes in three weeks. I've mentioned them at least three or four times. Hmm. Which, I know, that's enough to get you to listen. Well, I will say so. that I've been in the car with you a few times. You're a decent driver. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're all right. I mean, your car's a little messy. We, we'd work in that part a little bit. But got I, it, got it. A little yeah, messy, huh? A little messy. Okay, well, I, I think we need to work on your definition of messy versus clean. You know, it's... I definitely saw a rapper on the ground last time I was in the car. I didn't want to say anything to you. I was embarrassed for you. Okay. But I let it go. Okay. So anything else you want to know about Dragon Con? Um, no, I mean, we, we pretty much covered it there. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm excited for you. Um, it's going to be weird about your work. Yep, I'm gone for two and a half days. Nobody's beating me with a stick for a couple of days. That's kind of... You get out early one day. I do. Yeah. You get out early one day. So that's cool. Go UCF football nights, by the way. They're playing Thursday night. FIU. Who? You never heard of UCF? You no, no, who are they playing? FIU. I don't know who FIU is. They're a team in Florida. They're going to win. They should, okay. I mean, UCF should, in theory, win. Oh, UCF, not FIU. No, if we lose this one, it's pretty embarrassing. So anyways, yes, that's Thursday night where we are. We sports talk on our, on our little sports podcast. Sports talk. We're talking the sports. The yeah, sports. Yeah, let's, yes. let's, you know, okay. let's sport. You know, um. Well, no, we're good. We're good, actually. We'll leave it there. <laughs> we'll leave it there. All right. Well, um, since I'm looking at the clock here and I see we only have a couple of minutes of our time left, we can't let it go by without a B-Man question of the week for next time. Absolutely. Game of Thrones ended just last night was the season finale. Okay. Um, so it didn't end, just the season yeah, ended. I mean, next, next year it actually ends. Some people's career ended in that show, yes. Okay. That did happen. But next year the whole thing ends. Okay. Yes. So thinking of that, okay. Amazing Saga, in your opinion, TV show-wise, what is the greatest TV show, sh- uh, TV show saga of all time? All right. That's a good question. It is. Oh, and as a follow-up to your question or some of our discussion from last time where we talked about one we'd like to see turned into a saga, okay. I came up with the best answer finally. It just suddenly hit me. It's like, I was stupid. I, li- I, I said I was stupid. I didn't think of this. Lone Wolf and Cub. I don't know if you're ready in the Lone Wolf and Cub no. comics. It would be an incredible, incredible saga that HBO or somebody would love to do. Uh, we'll cover it more some other time. Uh, it, it was. It's a huge award-winning series from Japan. Uh, we'll talk about it more next time. It's an awesome name. I like it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, for John Paul, B-Man, and the Old Titans, and I guess to get one last plug in, DC Comics Rush Hour. No. No? Okay. We're out of here. Eventually. You have one job in the show, John Paul. It helps when the phone cooperates. Sure it does. <laughs>